Mm. A weird white spot on a banana is a sure sign you probably want to throw them away, as these are the nests of spiders. I'm talking about the Brazilian wandering spider, as it has no GPS. And this guy is dangerous, also known as the world's most venomous spider. One bite, and your nervous system is instantly blocked. As a nasty bonus, you get nausea and blurred vision. Don't worry, they're most likely to be found in South America. But since they like to hide, they can sneak into the banana box and travel wherever the bananas travel. They like to travel in their sack, and there is evidence of a mama spider traveling together with her baby spiders. Oh, goody. Ever eaten canned food? Chances are, you've hoovered up some maggots, too. Those critters can be found in all types of food. Canned tomatoes? Sure thing. Canned mushrooms? Absolutely. Maggots are crazy about those. They love it so much that 20 maggots are good to go for 3.5 ounces of drained mushrooms. Sorry, pal. There's nothing we can do. Just accept it. Some creepy things in your food may actually be approved by the FDA. As weird as it may sound, the FDA is okay with 30 or more insect parts per chocolate bar. Want to know more? Okay, how about rodent hair in your peanut butter? Mmm, yummy! Despite the fact that peanut butter is one of the best controlled by FDA products out there, they don't see anything bad in a couple of rodent hairs per jar. Now, let's check your intuition. Question 1. How much mold is acceptable in apple butter according to the FDA? Not that much, actually. 12% mold is acceptable. Question 2. How much mold is okay for cherry jam? Eh, Things are getting stinkier, as 30% mold is okay for cherry jam. The last one? What about blackcurrant jam? Ready? 75% moldy blackcurrant jam is FDA-approved. I don't think I'm going to eat peanut butter with blackcurrant jam ever again. Broccoli is both good for health and risky at the same time. It's not that you shouldn't touch broccoli, but it's a rather friendly reminder to check your veggies. What if there might be a dangerous insect lurking inside your broccoli? Let's say the black widow spider. Their bite is not as bad as the Brazilian wandering spider's bite, but it's still not good. It's a true story. A guy from Ohio did find such a spider in broccoli. Luckily, this story has a happy ending. The person who found it called the local animal sanctuary, and the Ohio Another Chance Sanctuary adopted the spider and gave it a really cute name. (laughs) Broccoli. Hey, wait a minute. We're adopting spiders now? Ho, ho, ho! Christmas is soon, and you opt for a live Christmas tree. Before dragging that tree right to your place, you better inspect it thoroughly. See that walnut-sized, pinecone-shaped object hanging on your tree? Bad news! This is someone's dormitory. It's an egg sack holding hundreds of little mantises waiting to hatch in your home and celebrate the holidays together. So, unless you want to share your bed with them, make sure all the surprises are under the Christmas tree, not on it. Right, you don't want to risk and opt for the fake Christmas tree. Good choice! Thing is, fake trees are three times less likely to catch fire than live ones. But it doesn't mean it's totally safe. You have to be careful either way. Use appropriate lighting and never place the fake tree too close to the heat source. Flame-resistant models are the best. Alright, nearsighted people, beware! 
If you ever see something that looks either like an Oreo cookie or an ancient coin with a quaint design, you better put on your glasses before touching it. You know, this might be a terrifying spider. What, again? Yeah. I'm talking about the Chinese hourglass spider. And I honestly have no idea why they call it the hourglass spider, and not the cookie spider. These guys live in Southeast Asia, Mexico, and Guatemala. And it seems like it doesn't really care that much about cold, since it can even chill in some parts of the United States and Canada. These spiders are notorious for setting up traps. They build burrows, and once they detect motion, bam, they pounce. Also, those burrows help them keep unwanted visitors, such as wasps, at bay. Good news? We humans are way too large for them to drag us into their dungeons. And despite many viral posts, they're not poisonous to us. Phew. What time is it? Ah, it's time to debunk another myth. Now, some time ago, there was a viral TikTok video with strawberries soaked in salt water. The video looked pretty gross because of worm-like bugs crawling from the strawberry. But this one is sort of a myth that all the strawberries are swarming with larvae. First off, they all get checked and soaked before shipping. Moreover, there are fruit flies, which are quite different. Thing is, if the berries wait on the counter to be bought for too long, they start attracting fruit flies, which lay teeny tiny eggs, which then turn into larvae, which then turn into new fruit flies. The key point here is that these fruit flies are everywhere. Supermarkets, smaller stores, and even in your kitchen. And yeah, you're pretty much likely to eat them each time you munch on pretty much any berries. You say gross, I say natural protein. Eh, just kidding. Don't worry, plant larvae aren't dangerous for people. Also, you don't need to soak your berries in salt water. A thorough rinse will do. Now, it's best to avoid some fruits if they're underripe. Lychee is a good example here. Despite their innocent appearance, they can be pretty dangerous. If you eat them before they're ripe, you're likely to consume some toxins too. It's not as bad as you can imagine, but this toxin can significantly lower your blood sugar. For people with certain conditions, it may lead to unwanted consequences, including fever and even worse. So, nothing extraordinary here, just make sure your lychees are ripe. Now, you might think that black sooty spots on your apple are a true sign the fruit isn't edible, but it's not quite true. First off, those sooty spots are nothing but a cosmetic issue, even though it's a fungus. But don't worry, it's not dangerous or something. Option 1. Scrub those spots off and munch on your apple. Option 2. Peel the apple and munch on it. Option 3, where you throw the apple away, doesn't exist. Now, beware if the salmon you're about to buy has caviar. It might be a sign this fish is not going to be as yummy as you want. Salmon from the Pacific Ocean tend to lay eggs in freshwater, so they have to migrate when they do that. But once the salmon is in freshwater, all its systems kind of stop working and the fish stops eating. Such salmon is still edible, but the quality is way poorer than it could be. And what if you see a white capsule on your kale, which is supposedly a cocoon? Hey, no need to throw your dinner away. You can simply remove this aspiring butterfly, or fly, give that kale a fine rinse, and enjoy your salad. Oh, almost forgot? Be careful with pre-packaged salads. Even though the manufacturers claim they're safe to eat without washing, 
There is evidence of people getting health conditions because of unwashed prepackaged salads. Those salads landed them with hefty medicine bills to get rid of the consequences. Imagine you suddenly notice a fly in your drink. Is it doing the backstroke? Will you finish the glass or pour another one? Well, it depends on the gender of the fly. If you've got a female fly in your drink, a couple of minutes later, the taste will get funky. If a male fly wants to take a bath in your glass, it won't ruin the drink. Thing is, the female flies have certain pheromones that are in charge of that funky smell. Even if you fish the fly out instantly, the drink can still lose its original taste, as even one nanogram of pheromone is enough. But since you probably won't be able to tell the fly's gender, you probably want to pour a new glass. Yeah, a fly in your stomach won't do anything bad to you, but it's sort of gross. Well, it's time to stretch your legs and take a walk in the park. The sun is shining, and you enjoy the weather and life on the whole. That's when you spot a rapidly growing vertical cloud. Bright white at first, it's approaching alarmingly fast, becoming dense and inky. The sky is darkening, and a gust of wind blows the hat off your head. And then, your hair starts to stand on end. That's your cue to run for your life. You're about to be hit by lightning. At this very moment, positive charges are rising through your body. They're reaching toward the negatively charged part of the storm. If you don't react fast, these charges will meet, and it'll end badly for you. If there's nowhere you can hide, crouch down and try to make yourself smaller than the objects around you. Don't lie flat on the ground. It may be wet and thus a great conductor of electricity. There are also other signs that scream danger during a lightning storm. Your palms may begin to sweat. You might hear bizarre crackling, buzzing, or vibrating sounds coming from metal objects nearby. Your skin can start to tingle. There might be a strange metallic taste in your mouth. If you're sure you're not chewing on tinfoil, then look out. Plus, you're likely to smell chlorine. That's ozone. Electrical charges split the molecules of nitrogen and oxygen, which are the main gases forming the atmosphere, into separate atoms. When these atoms come together again, some of them produce molecules made up of three oxygen atoms. That's ozone. You can smell it during a thunderstorm because downdrafts bring it from high altitudes to your nose level. You can figure out how close a thunderstorm is by measuring the time between spotting the lightning and hearing the thunder. Every 5 seconds is 1 mile. The sky over your head is darkening and turning ominously green. Something hits you on the cheek. Ouch! It hurts! You pick up the offending object. It's a massive hailstone. But it's not that cold outside, and it's not raining. You notice how still everything is, how quiet. There's no wind whatsoever. It makes you think about the calm before the storm. And indeed, soon you hear some noise. It's approaching rapidly and turns into a loud roar, as if a freight train is moving towards you. Only, it's not a train. It's a tornado, and you have almost no time to escape. The funnel isn't visible behind a cloud of debris. But you can't mistake this rotating column of air for anything else. If the tornado catches you on the road, get as far from your car as you can. This will prevent the vehicle from being hurtled toward you. Find a ditch, lie down in it, and cover your head. If you're inside, get away from windows and hide underground if possible. Now, you're at the seaside, walking along the shore and enjoying a light breeze. Suddenly, the ground starts shaking under your feet. 
Must be an earthquake! The next weirdness you notice is the water retreating from the beach at breakneck speed. It leaves behind the exposed ocean floor, reefs, and even fish. That's when you hear a distant roaring sound. It's a tsunami! And you only have a few minutes to save your life. Get to high ground immediately. A giant wave is already speeding toward the shore. It's not the only way a tsunami can creep up on you. It doesn't necessarily come crashing against the shore as a series of huge waves. A tsunami can look like a rapidly rising tide. It usually goes hand-in-hand with severe underwater turbulence. It pulls people under the surface and tosses heavy objects around. You can also notice seawater bubbling, swirling, and creating bizarre patterns. It's another sure sign a tsunami's coming. Your dog's restless. It's scratching the entrance door, roaming around the apartment, and trying to hide in the corner. Usually calm and docile, the pooch is now howling and barking. The weather's also been crazy for the past several days. It's hot one day and chilly 24 hours later. Plus, you've noticed that the stream near your house has livened up, bubbling as it's rushing past. Only when glasses start to clink in your cupboard do you realize what it means. The clatter is produced by foreshocks, tiny earthquakes leading up to the main event. Earthquakes often occur in clusters. If there are several weak quakes, a much bigger one might be on the way. Sometime before the disaster strikes, you might notice bizarre blue lights. Some of them seem to be coming from the ground, others are hovering in the air. These are so-called earthquake lights. Emitted from rocks under great stress, they can be seen days or mere seconds before the ground starts shaking. At the same time, some experts doubt earthquake lights exist. If you think an earthquake is about to happen and there's a catfish in your aquarium, pay attention to its behavior. Scientists have proved this species can react to earth tremors. The fish become restless when seismic activity is high. Some bugs can feel a storm coming. They get ready for the natural disaster by stopping any movement. That's why, if you notice that lots of insects around you look drowsy, search for shelter. As for bees, they can predict heavy rainstorms. They begin to work much harder the day before it starts raining. Square waves occur when two wave patterns crash into each other. This phenomenon looks awesome, but only if you're watching it from the shore. Don't even think of getting in the water to play in such waves. In that place, there are cross currents that can easily pull even a skilled swimmer under the surface. And if you see wild choppy waves carrying ocean debris and seaweed, stay out of the water too. It can be a sign of a strong rip current. It can carry you far away from the ocean. If you see smelly green stuff on the surface of a lake or sea, stay away from the water. It can be a hazardous algal bloom. You won't be able to tell whether it's toxic or not at first sight. That's why it's better to steer clear of it altogether. Three or four days before a hurricane arrives, the sea or ocean surface can swell up to six feet. Waves hit the shore every nine seconds. The closer the hurricane, the more rapidly the waves crash against the shore. They also get higher, sometimes up to 16 feet. The sky is littered with light, fluffy clouds. Roughly 36 hours before the hurricane reaches the shore, the atmospheric pressure begins to drop. After that, the wind speeds up. Wispy, hair-like clouds appear in the sky. 
18 hours before the hurricane makes it to the shore, the sky opens up and it starts to pour. The rainwater often floods low-lying areas, welling up to 15 feet. When the hurricane is 12 hours away, a powerful gale starts to bring along loose debris. Six hours before the landfall, the wind speed is already 90 miles per hour. It's strong enough to break and even uproot trees, fling around large debris, and flip cars. By the way, let's say you're sailing and there are some sharks circling your boat. Keep an eye on them. If the predators suddenly leave you alone and head for deep water, it might mean a hurricane is drawing closer. Get back to dry land as fast as you can and warn others. If during a period of heavy rains, you hear a roaring sound, it might be a flash flood moving in your direction. If you're near a river at that moment, you might see debris coming down with the flow. The water can be changing its color and becoming cloudier and darker. These signs should set alarm bells ringing in your head. If your gut feeling is right, you have no time to waste. Try to get away from that place as fast as you can. Flash floods are often lethal. If you're out in the wild, pay attention to the water in creeks, streams, and rivers. If it's falling or rising rapidly, it might be a sign a landslide is about to happen. And if you see the water turn muddy, don't wait for more evidence. Get out of the area immediately. Endless hot deserts seem lifeless at first glance. But among these sands, you can meet dangerous and sometimes creepy creatures. Some of them can only cause health problems, but some can stay in your memory forever. Let's get to know them, starting with dangerous ones and finishing with real nightmares. So, you're walking through a desert and see a big teddy bear with open hands. You understand that it's probably a mirage, but still, you come closer. You were right. It's not a plush toy, but a giant cactus. There's something strange about it. Thanks to some strange fluff, the branches resemble the arms of a teddy bear. However, this is not fluff, but thousands of thin needles. And they are the reason you shouldn't come closer. The cactus is called the jumping cholla, or teddy bear cholla. It grows in the desert areas of Arizona and in the northern part of Mexico. Don't worry, this cactus won't attack you, but it will cling to your skin or clothes if you touch it. Such a fur coat protects the cactus from animals, creates shade, and saves it from heat. The lateral branches are the most important parts of the plant as they carry out photosynthesis and accumulate a large amount of moisture inside. So, despite all the danger, the cactus can be helpful for desert wanderers. And the danger here is needles. If you look closer at them, you will see they have the shape of hooks. One touch, and hundreds of thorns are already in your finger. It's pretty difficult to get rid of them, and the needles cause unpleasant, painful sensations. But the coolest thing about this cactus is the way it reproduces. The plant clones itself in a new place. When animals and people pass the jumping choya and touch it, the cactus gives them a small piece of itself, along with the needles. As soon as you throw this piece to the ground, it takes root and starts growing. The degree of danger is rising. The next monster from the desert is running toward us, and that is an ostrich. 
Many think these animals are cowards hiding their heads in the sand. You will most likely change your mind if you're unlucky enough to meet one. Usually, ostriches are not aggressive, but you should run if you come closer to their nest. On the other hand, you won't be able to do that because ostriches move at a speed of 43 miles per hour. You need a car to get away from them. They run and hit their enemy with their chests. There have been cases when ostriches attacked vans and caused significant damage to them. But the main danger these birds present is their powerful legs with sharp claws. They can deliver strong blows with them and even beat a prone opponent. So yes, if you see an ostrich in the distance, go the other way. This small spotted lizard lives underground almost all the time in the arid deserts of the southwestern U.S. and northwestern Mexico. Sometimes, it goes outside to find lunch. It only seems cute, but in fact, it's a dangerous gila monster. Its thick skin protects the reptile from hawks, coyotes, and other predators. But its main protection is its venom. Snakes and spiders inject their toxins using long, needle-like fangs. The gila monster clamps down and chews the prey to spread the venom. And when it bites a person, it can keep its jaws closed for a long time. Getting rid of the animal is a tricky feat. People who have experienced the effects of the venom say it feels as if hot magma passes through the veins. Despite this, the lizard turned out to be useful for science. Doctors used its venom to create medicines for diabetes and obesity. The time has come. Now you're about to meet one of the creepiest creatures living in the desert. Be quiet and listen to the silence. Stand still. There's no one around. Suddenly, you hear some hissing coming from below. You lower your head and see it. A big yellow spider the size of a human palm with strong jaws and long legs hides in the shadow of your body. In horror, you run away from this monster, but it goes after you. It isn't easy to do it in this situation, but try to calm down. The creature isn't interested in you. It wants only your shadow to hide from the scorching sun. Anyway, it's better not to touch it. The powerful jaws of the camel spider can cause unpleasant sensations, to put it mildly. And, by the way, this creature isn't really a spider. Yeah, it belongs to the class of arachnids, but it's a separate species, Salpicid. It likes to bite. It's fearless and pretty aggressive. The spider preys on insects, lizards, rodents, and small birds. It can also move at a speed of 10 miles per hour. For their small size, this is very fast. You need to be a professional athlete to run away from it. Most often, you can find camel spiders in the deserts of the Middle East, but they also live in Mexico and the southwestern U.S. These runners are nocturnal and try to avoid the sun during the day, so they are always hunting your shadow. By the way, they got their name because they often hide in the shadows of camels. You won't hide from them during the day, but they will also want to come after you at night, especially if you make a fire. Solpugids always run to the light in the hope of eating something. Some species of these spiders make a hissing sound to scare their enemies away. Now, let's calm down for a second and leave the hot desert. We're going into the humid tropics of Tanzania. Under tree bark, 
fallen leaves, and in dark caves, you can meet one of the most terrifying creatures on Earth, a tailless whip scorpion. Imagine a big scorpion without a tail with a flat body that looks like it has been pressed by something. It's similar to spiders, but has no venom glands and can't spin a web. This monster is silent and fast, but the scariest thing is its two front claws, twice as long as the creature itself. Any prey it catches will never escape. Life in a dark cave has spoiled its eyesight, so the whip scorpion tries to avoid sunlight. During molting, it climbs up to the ceiling and slowly comes out of its old skin. Imagine directing your flashlight there and seeing small cocoons out of which pale spiders with excessively long legs crawl. If you really meet it, be calm and slowly go away as far as possible. Be careful. The flat scorpion can crawl under your clothes in a second and bite you in the stomach. And that's not the worst part. Okay, this is a joke. This pretty guy is one of the shyest and most harmless creatures among spiders and scorpions. It's afraid of you and will never attack. Many consider it beautiful and keep whipped scorpions in glass terrariums. If you want such a pet, carefully watch it so that it doesn't run away from its house. If it happens, it will be pretty challenging to catch it again. In a matter of moments, it can get under your bed or go through gaps in the floor. Then it'll go to your neighbor's apartment through a ventilation system and scare people there. Okay, how about one more scorpion? It's not as creepy as the other creatures in this video, but it's the most venomous scorpion in the USA. This is the Arizona bark scorpion. The problem is that you can see it in the desert, in your home, or in the yard. These dangerous venomous beasts crawl into rooms and often sting people. One time is enough to cause pain, similar to a bee sting. But someone with an allergy may experience paralysis, breathing problems, and other health issues. 